everyone. This is the Easy Eyes Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Boss, and then joining us this week, Michael Damiani. How's it going? Bradley Ellis. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Jones. Woo. And making it all happen again, Ian Hee. Uh. Hey. Yeah. I like that. It's the goof troop thing you were doing earlier. Oh, but he's just, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're he right. He doesn't really, like, sustain the note, yeah, I think. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's play Glenny's Cauldron. This is where we are trying to get ingredients for our witch friend, uh, Glenny, who is trying to concoct a most vile video game. And I think, I, I never made this clear, I, I think it's got to be stuff that, like, you would still buy it. Right, it's not like you press the X button and like, blows up your console. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be like things that we can sneak into a game that people will still go to a store and buy. Mm-hmm. Here yep. we go. Our our, our two uh, salespeople. First is Barispy. After you get the main villain's HP close to zero, a cutscene plays out in which the villain overpowers your character and takes them captive. Uh, Darren Misfud is our other salesperson. Instant death from touching the side of a spike. Not the dangerous points, but the side of the spikes. Oh. <laughs> Which ingredient do we want? Dude, I want the side of the spike. I hate side I'd of spikes. So I'm kind of into side spike. Although I, I really like that first one. So I would be good, so mad. Side spike, spike is, is max cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it is super. I like. I, I don't like boss fights. You're supposed to lose, and I I do. I really like the idea of having to fight the boss down to one HP and then getting that cutscene. Was like that cutscene would have happened anyway. Mm-hmm. Why didn't it happen when I died halfway through? Yeah. I mean, it is an end state of a boss fight, and and you know, 99 is better than. You know, it's close to 100%. That wouldn't bother me that much. I, I do hate it when, yeah, they give you the illusion of control. And you uh, can tell, and then you just kind of got to like, go through the, the motions. This is beside. This is something that just popped in my head. Uh, I was thinking about this. Do you think a video game could work where, as the boss fight goes on, both people just get more tired and slower? Like, in video games, yeah. boss fights, they like just get more games. intense and yeah, more intense. That yeah, exists. I guess like this, boxing this games. Already. What, what else? The end of Metal Gear Solid 4. Kinda, dude. I hear you there. And any game with fatigue, you know, well, like you see, you, you see harder. your character. Yeah. You know, hmm. they eventually start slugging out like they're you're controlling and they're like yeah. trying to land punches. I've definitely died in the fourth phase of that too. I was like, oh, I gotta let's do this again. All right. Yeah, what's tough? Like, fight. Inputs yeah. don't work every time. Okay, so back to Glenny's Cauldron. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just like, I wonder, like, it's because I, I think of a fight to the death, and I'm like, what would that actually feel like? And it would not escalate. It would just get worse and sadder. I think. Anyway, back to Glenny's Cauldron. Uh, uh, do we? So we? Do, I get the impression we like side spikes, spike sides. Yeah, we all agree on that. We're buying the, the side yeah. spikes. Also, if it's one percent, I don't know if you'd notice what if that one percent versus zero. I don't know if you could really tell that little that little colored one. However much one percent would take oh, up on well, the screen, they just mean like the end of the fight. Like basically, mm-hmm. like okay, I'm getting this final boss. I'm right. blah 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 blah. Gotcha, dude. And spikes. then cutscenes just like, no, I got you. Right. Oh, it still spikes. Well, what if they awaken a power? Like story reason wise, they pull their double trigger. You've awakened a power. I'm almost cool with because okay. you would have to. So fight, there's wiggle room. You would have to take the boss <laughs> down Kyle, to that one. There's no wiggle room for side spike. No side. Okay, <laughs> Brad. I'm in. Ian, are you, are you in agreement with this? Yeah, I mean, both are terrible. Okay, great. All right, but, so yeah. we're going to toss some side spikes into the cauldron, uh, see how that <laughs> works out. Uh, Jones, could you please begin corrections music right now? Uh, Tom Clancy founded Red Storm Entertainment in 1996 to make games under his franchises. In 2000, Ubisoft purchased Red Storm, 
so they do own Tom Clancy now. Tom Clancy died in 2013. Correct. Uh, so when we asked if he had anything to do with the division, we don't know. He could have potentially mm-hmm. like helped with the like development of it, but any game henceforth, no Tom Clancy involvement. Correct. Are they going to still be making new yes. games, new IPs yes. with the Tom Clancy name? Yeah. Yes, they sure. absolutely it's will It's like be. Chef Boyardee, but for political espionage. <laughs> it's a brand, man. Like, I wouldn't it, be it has... surprised if Tom Clancy books are still coming out. <laughs> with Ghost Riders? It's weird. Yeah. It's a little strange. Yeah, it is weird for like your name to become a brand in that way where it exists beyond your own death. I mean, I I mean Disney. Disney, yeah, exactly. But, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, if you buy the PC version of the Master Chief Collection, all of Reach will be included. Cool. And also, uh, a commenter pointed out that Halo ODST was just five U.S. dollars to add to Master Chief Collection, so we we can't presume that Reach would be much more than that. Hmm. The Labo Wind Pedal, I was wondering about. It's with the VR, the VR headset. One of the things you can build is like a it's like a drum kick, right? But it's just like a cardboard fan. And what that is, to, that's for the bird game. So when you're playing the bird game, you, you tap on that pedal to make it feel like there's wind on your face. Sounds like a Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Yeah. That's real. That is amazing. So you're, with both hands, you're holding this bird butt up into your eyeballs, and then with your pedal just like blowing air into your face. I cannot believe it. Dude, I love that exists. Max Immersion. Max That's Immersion. so funny. I, we need wind pedals for a lot of games. Uh, <laughs> oh, for we're talking about Power Rangers Battle of the Grid, Season Pass includes the arcade mode for the three DLC characters, not arcade mode in general. So the idea is probably when you get that $20, you're getting arcade mode for everybody. But if you get that expansion pack, Season Pass, that's $40 US dollars all, with everything all included. When you get those three DLC characters, you will get their arcade stories. Um... A lot of Ash Greninja uh, corrections. I'm a man of my word. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Stop. Stop. I don't care about that thing. It's gross. What, Greninja? Ash Greninja. Oh, I don't know what that is. Regular Greninja. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, sick. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what's the problem? Ash Greninja? Not in my realm. I won't allow it in. Uh, and this is last. This is so frustrating to me, Jones. Do you remember we were talking about uh, Gary Marshall? God, please. Yeah. I'm done. And I'm you were so like, done. And you were like, no, I'm positive that is not who I was thinking of. Yeah. So a lot of comments brought up Norman Lear. That is who I was thinking of. Here's the thing, Jones. Norman Lear has nothing to do with Happy Days. Nothing right. to do with Mork and Mindy. Right. Doesn't have a son who did anything with Mork and Mindy. Correct. I said, I think I might have the wrong person. It's whoever created all in the family. And you chose to ignore that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's the guy, it's the other guy who was like insanely prolific in, in the 70s, which is television show after television show after television but show. But the, the crux of the story was the child who said you should add an alien to Happy Days. I didn't arm wrestle you. Arm wrestle you for this, like I'd, I'll admit defeat. Whatever it takes. No, I'm that's done. not the thing, Jones. Because you, because there were so many people who said it's definitely Norman Lear. It's like how are you all? How are you all mistaking this? No one's mistaking it right now. No, no, no. That's the, the thing. The mistake it's, in this is like, over. I'm sorry. They didn't. They didn't think that right. Norman Lear did it. They did, they thought that Jones was thinking of Norman Lear. Because there's there's two things. There's who you were talking about. Who I was talking about. We know both the answers to those questions. You were now. talking about Gary Marshall. I was trying to think up the name of Norman Lear, but I had wrongly referenced who created Happy Days. I think you're crazy. Write that on my tombstone. And I think yeah, the comments are crazy. I think the comments are crazier than Jones right now. And corrections music, please. What the hell believe- happened while I was gone? Ian, so much. A lot Ian, of you, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, when it's just the four yeah. of us in a room, it's a whole different thing. I don't want to hear the words Norman Lear again. Uh, 
uh, let's do some updates. Uh, we talked about, we tried to guess whether or not Bethesda would have an E3 press conference last week. They announced it this week. They definitely are. Sunday, June 9th, 5.30 p.m., an hour earlier than last year. Ooh. What could it mean? <laughs> no Shall swearing. guys. <laughs> Sorry, what? Uh, no know? swearing. No swearing at 5.30. Earlier, I can't get swear. away with it. Uh, this is really funny. All that they mention is we have got an in-depth look at Doom Eternal plus much, much more. That's all they're promising right mm-hmm. now. Much, much more. We have got. Uh, and yep, That's not elegant wording. It isn't. We shall have. We shall have. We'll have. We have. We got. We have there got an be. in-depth look. <laughs> and it's like it's already done. Like The in-depth look is ready. Yeah. We just have to wait until E3 to see it. <laughs> They've already got it. You can just say in, an in-depth look at Doom Eternal. Yeah, man. It's a description of the show. Hey, Join us for. Bethesda, fix your copy. Why yeah. not? Doom Eternal. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, oh, well, I guess it was two weeks ago we talked about Red Dead Online. Uh, apparently they're having an update in spring, which is really weird, where, like, you can go into a mode that's called defensive, and you can, like, ride horses and fish, and people can't headshot you, can't hogtie you, and there's one other thing. I just saw this update, and I think it's so funny. Uh, uh, defense, offensive, defensive. Um, so sorry. Uh, uh, you can't. It's like happy music playing the whole time. You can't get lassoed. Oh, and you can't get locked on, so people can't lock onto you. Oh, okay. So I think that's kind of cool. If you attack someone, does it turn off? Yeah. Okay. Then then the game is afoot. Uh, they have cards, which I think are cool, uh, that you can add to. You unlock as you level up, and you can have four of them, I think, maximum. Like you unlock those slots, and then each of those has weird special abilities, and one of them is that you can't be locked on. Oh. So they have. Uh, another one is if someone headshots you, your hat just flies off. And then if you get headshot again, oh. without a hat, then you're, you're toast. Cool. So, like, the idea of the defensive thing is to prevent griefing, right? I think... For someone, yeah, that wants to... Well, it's like uh, uh, non-PVP servers in WoW. Mm-hmm. This just makes me want to hurt some defensive dork who's fishing yeah, even who's more. Yeah, who's so scared. Yeah. You're like, I got it, hogtied. I think it's just going to make this it. worse. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be like, shoot me, shoot me. <laughs> like, you know, like, you can't get the headshot, but you can shoot their chest. Like, what are you going to do? Shoot me, shoot me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it'll prove things, but it, I think that's a cool idea. I like the idea of people being out there just fishing. Uh, The one last comment I want to share, because this is so funny to me. This is the unexpected comment of the week. Last week I talked about a game that I tried, uh, a turn-based RPG that I tried using the the iOS PlayStation thing on called Metal Max Xeno. It's a game that I just downloaded because, like, you know, sometimes I'll just download a random game. It's like, oh, that looks neat. Um, From STL, Metal Max Xeno was an insult to the series. It probably killed the series' chance in the West and might have killed the whole series outright, period, along with a major portion of my youth. Kyle, what did you do? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it do a little like, research, I man. Know, man. Metal Max Xeno is an insult to the series. Woo! My word. Sorry wow. about that. To, to, like, I didn't, have you ever heard of Metal Max Xeno before? Anyone? No. It, not even Damiani. He was very casual about this. Um, Unaffected. Y'all remember my favorite way to start a podcast? Game announcement. Game announcements. No. What's even more intense than a game announcement? Console announcement. A console <laughs> announcement. <laughs> so, Brad, when I woke up this morning, mm-hmm. I was expecting, uh, you know what? I was expecting uh, maybe not a console announcement, right? I think we all expected it was going to be like digital only. I was expecting a big thing to get announced today. A big gaming platform from Google. I thought this was going to be it, man. Mm-hmm. It kind of is. Hey, there's a. It's here. Audience, let me tell you a little bit about Google Stadia. Uh, 
I want to uh, before we even talk about it. I want to tell you about if you Google Google Stadia, you go to the, their website. This is how they describe it: the future of gaming is not a box. Introducing Stadia, a new gaming platform from Google for playing AAA video games across all kinds of screens. That's it. That's it. Yep, that's how they describe it. And I mean, like, you can scroll down, get more details, which we'll talk through. Okay. But that is that is Google Sorry, Stadia. Sorry, double A's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can we can we Indies. start there? Can we start there with triple A? I don't believe I've hear, heard triple A in press conferences. I, I hear it more as like sales. I think triple A is sales talk. I think we like when we're talking about like NPDs and stuff. We'll talk about a triple A game. We're talking about budgets and stuff like that. It's so weird. I guess on this marketing side to hear the word triple A games. It yeah. Was. I honestly yeah. couldn't tell you what that means. I, I don't really know. What AAA means? Yeah, 60 bucks, I guess. No, uh, kind of like... That's usually like the budget behind it. Yeah, yeah, so they're... Yeah. Right. Like Metal Max Xeno was 60 bucks, but that was not AAA. Buried the franchise. Yeah, that be, that's not coming to yeah. Stadia. Yeah. Uh, so, right. Uh, so, yeah, it's budget. It's like okay. it's like Call of Duty's AAA. Yeah. It, there, there is blurry lines for sure, Jones, and there's no, no like, if it's 12 million, it's only double A. It's like, that's not a thing. But the word, the phrase AAA is definitely... A, for some reason caught on and is something that Google is touting first and foremost about their streaming platform. It's like, okay. Yeah. That's it? That's it? No, there's more. There's more. So, uh, it is, so it's a streaming platform. Uh, I'll go through more of their bullet points. I'll use Google's language because I think this is fun. Um, Game where you want, when you want. Play across multiple devices, including laptops, desktops, and select phones and tablets. High-speed internet re- connection required. So that's what it is. We have our streaming platform. We have you know xCloud. We have, well, we saw this last year, Project Stream. We talked about it. We talked about Yeti previously. Um, that's pretty much all we expected. Uh, hey, we'll be able to stream games to our devices. Yeah. Haven't they been doing that for a while? They Google did for a little section. No, they tried I mean, it like out. everyone else. Oh, like on live, like PlayStation Now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll get into the differences now. Okay. We'll get into what makes Google special. New ways to play through YouTube and beyond. Go from watching a video to playing a game in seconds with even more innovative experiences to come for select games. So, Brad, the big wow moment of mm-hmm. this conference is uh, we were watching a trailer on YouTube for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We got to the end, which would normally be like, hey, pre-order here or, you know, click more videos here. And there was a box that said play. So I just watched an Assassin's Creed trailer. I can click play on it. And then no less than five seconds later, I was walking around in the world of Assassin's Creed Odyssey right there in my browser. They just let you like play demo or something? Not clear. Yeah. No, not clear was, if we bought it or not. I think we bought it. I think we spent sixty dollars right there. I'm not oh. sure. <laughs> Dude, I don't think the game would load that fast, anyways. It's got to go through like five menus. You got to connect to Ubisoft no, that's, online. Yeah. That's why the video yeah. is very disingenuous yeah, because they, like, what? like it cut right to a, like a level ten character <laughs> swimming, and you're like, does that work? I forgot about <laughs> connecting to Ubisoft online. Uh, sorry, Ian, you had something? Well, I was just going to say, if it's that easy, I mean, I imagine in the video they'd already purchased it or something, but can yeah. you imagine if it's that easy to just buy the game? Like, kids are going to 
buy hundreds of dollars worth of games on their parents' Google credit card. It's That's a good point. It feels like if you're buying something for $60, $60 it should at least take 10 seconds. <laughs> you know? no, totally. Like two confirmations. I do feel like there's a minimum amount of time that you should be able to spend that much money. I get that. Um, uh, let me keep going on these bullet points. Um, up to 4K HDR at 60 FPS. Enjoy gaming the way you love with beautiful HDR graphics and smooth frame rates. 4K HDR at 60 FPS are dependent on your bandwidth. Gameplay experience may be may vary based on quality of internet connection. So when we when we saw Project Stream, it was only up to 1080p. Uh, today we learned that they're they're going to go 4K uh, HDR at launch with this product. Service with this service. I don't. I don't know if I'd call it a product. Even it's weird. Um, Man, do, wait. The wording of that makes me think, which I guess is correct, that they're going to prioritize frame rate over resolution. But like. Man, if your internet speed dips, you're going to go from playing in 4K to playing in like 480. That's going to suck. You know what I mean? It'll have to throttle. If it's not throttling frame rate, it'll have to f- throttle resolution actively. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like this is going to be the first gaming console. I really, yeah, it's like service. There's no word that seems perfect, but like yep. this will be the first time something like this has been announced in my lifetime where none of us are going to know the quality of it until it's installed, until we literally are using it. Like, there's no trailer I can watch. There's no event I can go to. There's no interview or anything because that's all going to be in a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. And then finally, like, you know, oh, we all we all bought in and oh, well, actually, no, it doesn't work. Well, yeah, and like, your experience will be vastly different from someone else's based on internet yeah. speed. Yeah, it's like it's like buying a Furby and you don't know if it'll swear or not. You know, it's like you, the, Bur- <laughs> the Furby might swear at you. You don't know until you take it home. Um, I don't weird analogy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would pay more for that Furby actually. So I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, and finally, the final bullet point, play instantly. No updates, no downloads, jump right into That's the game. Cool. And I think that is the, the different factor of what this is really showing, is that idea of going sh- jumping straight in, never have to deal with an update, never having to deal with uh, maybe loadings. Like I, I think loading will be less. That's one of the things that they're pushing. But, yeah, the idea of starting a video game being as simple as starting a movie on Netflix or, or watching a video hmm. on YouTube. Interesting. And that was their cell. That was basically their entire cell on their website and during this presentation uh, today. Sorry, did they talk about games? Like what they have on it? Besides Assassin's Creed, I guess? Yeah. Triple um, A. Triple A, right? Triple A, yeah. Not just Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but also, Brad, Doom Eternal. What? Yeah. Doom Eternal? I'm interested in that. Yeah, that's it, though. Uh, oh, okay. Just those two. Those two games were the only thing announced. And Doom Eternal, oh, it made me so mad. Uh, because w- we did not see a demo of Do- Doom Eternal. We right. saw its title screen, basically. And even that was glitching out, dude. <laughs> oh. Even that had, like, texture pop in. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry I didn't write out his name. In the, their controlled environment? The representative from id, yeah. Marty, uh... Starts with an S. It is Marty, name. yeah. So Marty comes out from id Software and says, like, <laughs> if you're going to show, if you're going to prove that streaming works, the the game to do it with is Doom. And they didn't do it. <laughs> they didn't prove it. That's not a proof they, concept. Yeah, they, they ran the title screen, but they didn't show anybody shooting a monster. It's just like, oh. It was so bizarre, dude. Yeah, you got to show getting a demon blown away. Marty Stratton. Marty Stratton. Thank you, Ian. Bizarre. That does uh, not fill me with confidence, Kyle. Truly bizarre. And so, uh, uh, Damiani, that was their pitch today, the, the streaming platform. 
Uh, do you think it's a strong pitch? Do you think this is a product that will succeed when it launches this year? Based on what they said today, mm -hmm. absolutely not. You don't think it'll succeed? Absolutely not. There'll be interest in it, but I don't think it's going to have long-term success. If, if Just going off what they announced today, mm -hmm. that they, they didn't show enough. It, it, it's too much. It's a lot of promises that don't seem like they're going to be able to fulfill them, um, especially this year, because they said it is coming out by in 2019. We're assuming like the end of 2019. And... I don't think they're, as I said, don't think they'd be able to fulfill a lot of the promises they made today. And they're probably going to catch uh, a lot of flack for that. And they're also going to be, they're probably going to point to, hey, we're going to be constantly updating this. They'll be, they get pointed things in the future. They do. Like, that is we one will of the eventually get to this. We are like looking to get this. There's like, there's caveats behind everything. They, they talked about like, yeah, you can play it on any device. You can play it on your TV. Oh, you need a Chromecast for that. So start opening up questions of like, what other, they didn't talk anything about the cost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just the raw cost of I what it is. I want to talk about that yeah. big time. That was the biggest omission. Not I even mean. cost, but monetization. How it's, yeah, how's it like going to work, just period? Said, we, we don't know if we're paying them flat monthly fee, yeah. which I don't believe anymore. What I'm left to imply is that we're just buying games outright, like you do for your phone. Mm -hmm. You just buy them from the Google Play Store or whatever. I'm, I'm spending $60, and then I can play that game anywhere. I can take my save state anywhere. Um, but yeah, I don't get the impression that I'm paying a monthly fee, and I get to play as much of Assassin's Creed as I want. My guess is they're going to do something like uh, YouTube where, yeah, I think it'll work like that where it's Epic Game Store or, or Steam style where they just take a cut. But uh, I would not be surprised if there's some kind of premium account thing that you can subscribe to. Also, like, yeah. let's not forget that multiplayer does cost money from Xbox and PlayStation. So why wouldn't they, you know, charge for something? In addition. Oh, yeah. So you're saying, like, even if I'm spending $60 or let's say $40 on Assassin's Creed, I'm still spending some money for a monthly. I mean, maybe there's Stadia Plus or whatever. Yeah. That maybe you need for multiplayer or it gives you bonuses, free games, whatever. Isn't it dumb we have to, like, bring up these thoughts right now? That we have to theorize how they're going <laughs> to, like, make us pay for this? I mean, if they're smart, they, they do it in, like, a kind of Nintendo Switch way, but better, right? Where it's free at first and then they add functionality onto it like they shouldn't gatekeep multiplayer like switch did but like hold, hold on hold on no, <laughs> I, no. Won't I won't let that be called smart <laughs> no 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 that, the way switch did it was not smart but yeah, like okay. they need to roll it out for free to get people to do it and then if they want to add a plus later they add benefits like free games or game pass kind yeah. of style whatever i mean youtube plus is free right like I, they keep offering it to me for free yeah, youtube Google is infamous for rolling out cool free stuff yeah so it's, i wouldn't put it past them but yeah it's odd that we don't know will youtube red be factored into this at all do i get a discount through that wait isn't plus red now is red gone plus is not a thing it's called premium oh, oh YouTube, yeah. premium. YouTube, youtube red is youtube premium oh, okay got you i got youtube premium for free accidentally because of google music unlimited so they do bundle stuff, so I wouldn't be surprised if they bundle yeah. that in somehow to, to Stadia. Stadia? And so, uh, yeah, so you're telling me, I guess with Google Music Premium, you listen to any song you want as much as you want, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like Spotify or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to imagine that working in the gaming space. I mean, I guess they could do, they could do a choice, right, where it's like either you buy game to game or you pay us 20 bucks a month and it's the Netflix of games and you can play anything. Yeah, it's like uh, Game Pass. Yeah, you're right. Game Pass absolutely has third-party games that are not even that old show yeah. up. Just Cause 4, you know? So yeah, maybe uh, maybe they will. I wonder if there'll be any kind of ad-driven uh, stuff on it. 
Like I can spend less money if I yeah. watch ads? Yeah. What do you mean you wonder, dude? I mean, the Google, it's like happening. It's probably right? happening. This is yes. that's what Google just. Oh, that's what they want. They want ads. They want to do. Yeah, they're ads. like, here, try th try this game out, and uh, but you get like ads every like five ten minutes. No, what if they do it in a way where it's like, you're playing Division Two, and there are billboards like ransacked looking billboards, but it's serving you ads like that Google is personalizing for you. That that'd be the way to do it. Uh, Jet Moto having like Butterfinger and uh, Mountain Dew billboards was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And so like, if they just bring those back, if I just like shout like Butterfingers into my phone enough times, that like they're reading what I say. Yeah, what is like, yeah. like a Big Bang Theory advertisement in your game? You're not because I'm making jokes, and then it's like, yeah, he, he must really like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is going uh, to happen. Like, imagine swinging around in the next Spider-Man game, you see Sheldon looking at you, dude, when you're zipping. <laughs> That, you don't want that. That is uncomfortable. Dude. Yeah, uh, you couldn't even uninstall. Future scary. Yeah, you couldn't even uninstall out of rage. I uh, yeah. You're right. All I can do is I guess click click the browser closed, and then it just like <laughs> it pops up on my phone. Just like, yep. did you want to be on your phone now? No. Plays a trailer automatically. Uh, I should have made it clear when we were talking about details in the 4K HDR that you'll need a Chromecast Ultra oh. plugged into your TV okay. to get that that output. Um, we did touch on a thing, another unique feature of this, which is integration with streamers live. Uh, the reason I say like, that it integrates well with this is because it's more money exchanging hands. Basically, the idea is if you're watching a streamer get to a certain point in a game and you're like, you know what? I got to play this. That streamer, I guess you can right click just as you would for a URL on YouTube if the game enables it. You right click, you get a link. You copy and paste that, and then your Google uh, Stadia like, was just like, yeah, do you want to keep playing from that save file? You're like, yeah. So it saves that entire state and brings it into the game that you just are playing so right now. So you could play, you could start a brand new game off someone else's save? Yes. What? Yeah. That's cheesing. It's super you're cheesing. You're cheesing. Yeah, yeah. I guess the idea was just like, you can, you can have that moment that the streamer that you're watching has. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, like it's like the like a Souls game will never allow that. You'll never be able to right click and give me a state for a Souls game, right? Like there there are certain games that will not enable. Yeah, it's it. like Fortnite gonna oh, yeah. start me in that same spot with a nice shotgun or something. Yeah, exactly. Or like the skin that yeah, that person yeah, was using. No. Oh, sweet. But they also said you could uh, you could queue up for people in multiplayer in their games. So if you're playing Fortnite and you have the option enabled, unlike their the video player, you could click a thing to like join. And like you can join their party, yeah, that's and they'll queue Brad, you that's up. That's the one thing they said that I was like, "That's okay. kind of cool." <laughs> right. So yeah, that's very convenient yeah. for the creator, mm -hmm. for the person streaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Wow. I uh, I just realized that everybody on the basketball court was just a human. How annoying would that be? Like, dude, pass it, pass it. Like, yeah. Uh, like real basketball. Pat, oh dude, my god. Pass it. Uh, just some like everyone just dunking. I know. Shooting mid court. And so yeah, I, I wonder um I wonder if YouTube streaming will take off. Like obviously they want it to. Obviously yeah. they have this huge number of subscribers, people who are engaging with YouTube all the time. Uh and so I I, I wonder if like this will help it, if it really is an asset to this kind of service. Uh what do y'all think about YouTube streaming? A uh -huh. long disinterested pause. It's fine. Yeah, it's exactly though, right? Like that pause says something. It sucks. Yeah, I feel like it's like d different wrestling leagues. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just like, look, we got a contract. You know, we're just yeah. It's not necessarily wrong with like one versus the other. It's just 
uh, it, it's it's a, a big move for people who are dedicated to one platform. Yeah, there, together, there's a company. They're going to run into a lot of problems with that. Um, first and foremost, there are people who already are on Twitch who are in. A lot of the biggest people on Twitch are in contracts. Like we so, are. Yeah. So they can't go over there and stream, and like at least for money. Um, they're not allowed to do that. Two, I mean, you can't force, as you said, you can't force people to move from like the, at least for the, from the gaming end, what has been crowned, you know, the de facto streaming platform that most everyone gravitates towards. Microsoft threw its weight behind Mixer. They try and ram it down your throat every time they do an event or something, and it has not caught on, has not even come close to surpassing uh, Twitch. Same thing with YouTube. YouTube did their best. They tried to get people involved with the YouTube gaming, and it was a big thing for a little while, and it also is nowhere near the popularity of Twitch. That's, like, the second problem you have to do with it. The third problem, which is going to, like, no one's going to want to, like, especially the biggest people are going to be wary of, is... The whole the content ID system of YouTube, all that stuff you create your streams and stuff. You, you live stream on YouTube, you are subject to their content ID system while you're streaming. So while Twitch does have measures in place, you'll get flagged afterwards unless you do something really bad, like you're restreaming like copyrighted shows. They'll shut you down. But if you're in the middle of like streaming, and you do like a copyrighted song, they'll just like mute you in your stream. Mm-hmm. It's like wait, what? No, Wait, like, really? They'll they, they they'll flag you. They, they'll flag your stream like immediately. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so um, like we're watching E3 and like some song comes up, yeah, we're getting muted. Dragons. Yeah. There's there's the risk of like that crap happening with with that system over there. Sure. So it, it already has a reputation. There's a lot of things that have gone wrong with YouTube for content creators, and a lot of them aren't happy with YouTube right now. So I so many of them are gravitating towards other platforms and other like ways to monetize, like Patreon, because YouTube is no longer this, you know. It's not the place you can go to and sustain a career anymore, unless you're like the top like echelon yeah. of, of content creators. And I think even those that top echelon is like I'm making less money now. Something mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. and I'm making less money. You see it a lot. Adpocalypse, baby. The adpocalypse. Yeah. So it is funny for you know Google to come out and just be like, we know you love gaming YouTube. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know if it's really <laughs> that brand. You know? Yeah. I mean, they, they do have the one thing that's cool, is that if you are playing or streaming whatever game, you can click that button and immediately buy and we assume buy and jump into that game and start playing it right then and there. But I mean, there are sort of similar things on other platforms, like Twitch. You can't, they do have, they do have games that, like when you're streaming a game, they do have a link to buy it. We don't participate. Oh, sure, on Amazon. Yeah, we don't, yeah, for Amazon, we don't participate in that, but there is a way to encourage people to just buy the the game through traditional means and enjoy it that way. Uh, Um, A lot of like uh, Fortnite streamers will have creator codes. So if you're buying like uh, microtransaction packs, you put in their code and then they get some cut out of it. So you feel better about buying a thing, basically. And the Twitch Prime aspect of it, you get like exclusives. Like you might get these games are free for this month if you're a Twitch Prime member. Yeah. So you get codes for those. They do. They, they're And they're like ramping that up. So while well, it's not exactly one to one, I see a lot of value already. Like Twitch is doing like all the right things. They, I would never, they would never need to do what like YouTube's trying to do with, with Stadia. I just don't, I think Stadia, they have these that sound great. Uh, these ideas that sound great on paper, but when it goes into practice, there are going to be people who they want to buy that game, but then they're going to try on the service, and the service isn't good enough. They're going to be like, "I'm just going to go buy that on like something else." I'm not going to. I see people being Stadia will help expose people to a lot of games, and I think it'll make a certain group of like top tier content creators happier. Um, but ultimately, I think it's just going to like raise awareness for certain games. 
and there's gonna be a lot of people being I'm just gonna go play it somewhere else I don't I'm not gonna play it on here or they'll try it on there and if it's like there's a free to play option and then they'll just go I'll, I'll go buy it for PS4 you know Xbox One or PC you know something like that how well, uh, how far behind Google do you think Amazon is on something like this because Amazon owns Twitch and they have big old servers. Oh, it's from like this the particular save state yep. stuff. Doing a Stadia, doing a doing a streamed gaming thing I that ties Amazon in with Twitch. Has like the best servers. Yeah, but I don't think they. I don't know if they've ever said anything totally about interested? being interested in this type of. Service. They have Lumberyard. They have their own. They have their own game engine. Like Star Citizen swapped to it years ago. Yeah, but I mean, like streaming games from their like right. that way through the means of delivery. I don't Do you think, think they would they've. Do it? They, yeah, it was just yeah, the tr- just interested in like studio stuff. Yeah, they're interested in developing games. Yeah. I thought I don't think they had any interest in this. Another fair point, of, like just uh, against people like who love their gaming PCs, maybe they love their consoles. Uh, something that was touted is that. The, if you're on uh, Stadia, there's no way to hack. There's no way to cheat because you're streaming in the game from our servers. Yeah, you're never yeah, going to yeah, touch yeah, them. Sure. Uh, but that also means if you're on PC, there's no way to mod. You are playing the game that Stadia wants you to play uh, exactly as they want you to play it. Um, and so there's no, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine RE2, right? There's Yeah, what's the point then? What is the point? And so, yeah, I mean, there is that kind of element. It goes both ways there. Uh, but to Damiani's point, why, why won't I just play it on PS4? Why don't I just go to Xbox One? Well, they have an answer for that, Damiani. It's called Stadia Games and Entertainment. It is a studio that will be developing, presumably, AAA games that you can't get anywhere else. It's hard to get excited when you don't see anything. Yeah, like, so what was shown... Or even a concept. Right, so, we had Jade Raymond come out, uh, who had yes. just left EA Motive not too long ago. Uh, she's heading the studio, but just as you said, Brad, hard to get excited when you show nothing. Yeah. It's like when EA showed that, like, Jedi game. Worse than that, dude. It's just like... No, yeah. Yeah, there's no <laughs> logo. Yeah, there was nothing. We got a logo. Star Wars music yeah. Yeah. Anything, you know? Right. Oh. <laughs> not even, like, we're, we want to make the kind of games that blank. It's just like, blah. Like, it's cool. But it's just hard to get excited about it. I wish they maybe waited or something. Yeah. So they had something more to show. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, trust us on all this stuff. Yes. Like, I don't want to yet. They showed demos of two games, Brad, like two little tech demos they did. And like it was not clear what was going on in the game or what the players were doing or mm-hmm. what the point of any of that was. Well, a, a counterpoint to that is remember the venue. This is Game Developers Conference, right? So I think that they were announcing this. They're having it do double duty as an ad to us, to the to the people to go sign up for the newsletter. But like, mainly, I think their purpose of this is this thing exists. We've given out dev kits, but you here, developers, uh, can sign up for more dev kits. Mm. Developers watching, sign up to get dev kits if you're approved. The, this is them trying to scale up developers and indies that can use it. I think. So. Mm. I think that's fair, and that's absolutely like it's. It's. It, I should have started with that. It's Game Developers Conference. It's the second day of that. Uh, that is why they're there. That's why they were doing this presentation. Uh, but at the same time, they like they uploaded the trailer to YouTube, and I want to share some comments. Like obviously, YouTube comments mean nothing, uh, but they were like, "Dudes, I get you. These are good comments." Okay, so <laughs> uploaded that trailer, the reveal, the one that showed the ancient Egyptians playing games. We've been playing games since the dawn of time. Uh, uh, this video is so vague, no idea what it wanted to show. Okay, so what are you selling to me exactly? <laughs> Congratulations on making a video that literally gives us zero useful information. Like, they still uploaded that to YouTube alone. 
right? Like it wasn't just entirely like, hey, this present, you like that presentation wasn't for you. You shouldn't be mad at it because it wasn't for you. Like they put it on YouTube. It's time to yell at them. Like that video sucks. <laughs> you did a bad job. You did a bad job with that video. It you just it just feels like a desperate. It's like a photo bomb. Just somebody ju- like you know. It's like you know. Xbox and PS2, Sony were getting ready to talk about what they're doing for next mm-hmm. gen, and Google's just like, oh, wait. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, whenever, when, whenever they announce something, whenever they talk about something, I want you to remember us that we're also doing that. They might be showing you, you know, new games and stuff, but we are also going to be there, and we are a bigger company. We have more money. We have more infrastructure. We have all these things that, like Damian said, sound good on paper. Mm-hmm. I just heard imagine way too many times in that presentation. Yes. And like I just I imagine before a presentation happens. I don't like to imagine while a presentation Imagine happening. a thousand people playing a battle royale, I think was a brought up like more more than once. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. Not even a vague timeline of how long it would take to you to does that not exist because someone hasn't built it yet? If if a developer, if you know, Activision right now is like, all right, forget it. Like we're gonna go exclusive on Stadia right now. Mm-hmm. How long would it take them to develop something like that? And why should I you know, be excited right now. Why are you telling me in March that this is happening? <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll find out more in the summer. We should state, state that as well. Uh, Phil Harrison, who is, I think, head of this project, uh, uh, said that we'll talk more about games in the summer. And so I think in the summer, maybe we'll see a trailer for some of their games, but I doubt anything's far enough along. Um, do we think that Epic Game Store style, uh, we will see more exclusives for this platform that were previously announced? Are we going to see some money hatting? We'll see some money hatting. You think so? I don't know if it'll get me excited. Well, about money hatting. Nobody's excited about money hatting. I'm but just like, saying, like a game. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, sick. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like some weird game. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be like Arc Two or something. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, cool. <laughs> it is going to be Arc Two. Lock that in, Damiani. You had a thought? Just I think it would be probably more of a unique IP game rather than something that already exists. Uh, I feel like they'd have to pay a lot of money. Even like they, I mean, they were showing a great relationship with Ubisoft up on the stage, but I see yeah. no way in heck that a uh, Assassin's Creed game would be exclusive in any form to like that platform over like traditional consoles. Yeah, they, that would be too big of a loss for them. I, I, I think it's hard for you to imagine even if like a new Assassin's Creed is launching that it's available on their subscription service. Like, like they, when they made two before, when they used to make like two different ones. One was exclusive to like the, like Wii or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They might. I can see them doing something like that. Perhaps, yeah. yeah. But like the idea that like, I think Game Pass is spoiling a lot of people because like they get Microsoft exclusive uh, games on yeah, day one. I see. And so like they're getting those triple A games. Is Crackdown three triple A real quick? Double A. Yeah, Huge I mean, budget. It, it was in development for, like, yeah. you know. Double A plus. Six years. That's a lot of money. Double A plus. So you're getting double A plus games <laughs> on day of launch, basically for your monthly subscription. And yeah. I think, like, it, maybe it's working for Game Pass, but that's Microsoft paying Microsoft. I don't think third parties have launched on that day one yet um, that aren't published by Microsoft. So it's hard for me to imagine the people hopping in with. What if they do, like, uh, Guidance or whatever, like, uh, what means side stories? Like, spinoff games. A little, yeah. like, DX? Put DX at the end DX. of anything. I mean, like, they, I could definitely see them doing, like, either a version of an Assassin's Creed or, like, a like a five-hour Assassin's Creed standalone that's just on Stadia. I could see a timed exclusive with that. Yeah, More sure, so than, yeah. like, exclusively on that platform forever. Uh, one thing I didn't get into is the nitty gritty of uh, the platform itself because we think of it as like servers. We think of this. We think of like playing games in the cloud, but there still needs to be hardware somewhere running these games, and that's basically how it works. Um, 
what was touted is a GPU that's way better than what we have in the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X because uh, this thing has 10.7 teraflops, whereas the PlayStation 4 Pro only has 4.2 and the Xbox One X only has 6. So uh, more than both of those combined is what they said. Uh, Basically... Uh, th- this year we'll be able to play a better version of Assassin's Creed than we could on either of those consoles if our internet is good enough. Um, and so that was a big sell, sell too. They have not yet said what the CPU is. Uh, that's not yet been announced. Uh, that GPU is some custom thing with AMD. They work together with AMD. So like basically they kind of made a console. Um, and they've, you know, they send out dev kits of that console itself. So, so to say like it needs to run on this specific hardware that we have developed. This is mm-hmm. version one of what we're having. But as Damiani said way earlier, is that like they're going to keep upgrading these things. Like who knows how long version one will last before they add in more RAM or whatever, right? So it's like it's, it is going to be flexible, but it does have to be programmed for the, at least at this point this one specific hardware set, though they can stack it. How do you how do you think this stuff like this works? Is it like every person gets their own little stadia in a giant room and it's like your playstation is yours but it's i mean you don't own it obviously but each player gets one or is it just like one giant room that is stadia and it has a million little nodes that because not every player is going to be online at all times right well right you you gotta you gotta move over to one stadia when someone's done with it yeah fill up those stadia i want to see the room there's also, I love. Bits? They kind of showed it. Yeah. I don't Did know they? if that's a. Re- they, it looked yeah. really nice and like lots of cool blues and, and reds. Ooh. I'm not sure if that's yeah. the room. <laughs> I love that. I love that history Concept is cyclical, art. and we started with computers the size of rooms to do like Google simple images. calculations, and now we've got computers the size of rooms again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the thing they were talking about? Stacking more than one. I think it was for developers, though, right? It wasn't for end users, right? This was for CPU, because no, we saw like the water getting simulated. So you can even stack You can stack for your own games as well. But you're right. We didn't even talk about developer side, like the benefits. I was of just curious if that was for, like, because that would have given credence to like the, the different tiers for paying. But I think it was a developer tool. Like if you wanted to for your game, mm-hmm. it sounded like they were going to be based like on game. I think, it, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the tech. Like what if a game only runs on a few and you're everyone's just accessing those and somehow it's able to handle like multiple like user requests at once versus like one dedicated stadia per user like right. you were speculating sorry to change subject on this real quick sure software wise yeah. before we like leave software you're the moderator the one thing I feel, this. Oh, I'm the moderator okay, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry, you're the moderator now you're changing subjects for me well, we moved on from like software earlier. Yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah, to say yeah. one last thing because okay. we keep harping up, uh, harking on Triple uh, A. I'm really surprised that maybe they're waiting to do it. The indie angle, something like this, a streaming platform. I get they want to show the, you know, you want to show like the Porsche Lamborghini, which is Triple A quality games being streamed seamlessly at like high resolutions and like high frame rates, but. Indie games seem like they'd be more lend themselves better to this technology with like any, without any issue. Like show like you know have a plethora of those to go as well and be like these run well easily. And like I think those do would do better with the average like user of this as well. Here's what I'm scared of, Damiani. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of it, indie games potentially to Google being a waste of server space. Like why have why have machines dedicated yeah. to indie games? There was the game when they did the save state. They were playing something that looked like Pixel Junk Submarine or something. Oh, they were Pixel Junk Shooter. Yeah, was it Pixel like Junk Pixel, Shooter. Yeah, yeah. Pixel okay, Junk yeah. Shooter too. They showed it off. Like, that? Yeah, like they did show that. Yeah, but that's and that not I would assume play. would have would have uh, required approval from the developer. To I think the developer was on stage. Oh yeah, it was uh, Dylan yeah. Cuthbert from Q yep. Games. So oh duh. Okay. yeah, yeah. 
yeah, so good point. I totally forgot that we saw Pixel Junk Shooter today. So yeah, I mean, like, I guess my guess, Damiani, is that today they wanted to show that they're legit. Mm-hmm. They put AAA in the first they, sentence to describe this the service, they, right? Yeah. Like they just wanted didn't to prove, really, though. and they didn't really. Yeah, it just yeah, it was misfires in all directions. It just seemed like because I know people were like, "Well, it's at GDC." It's like that did not seem like a presentation for developers. And like you're saying, too like, dumb. It was in, too dumb down. In, indie stuff would really factor in, but you know, it wasn't really mentioned. Like it seemed like they were playing to like the core base, but they're making bad RPG NPC jokes, and you're just like, it just was. You know, like we we see the we see what the the system looks like, and we actually see a game running on it, and no new announced titles. It was like the, it was bizarre. It was very I, strange. I think if the Google stock rises tomorrow, we will understand this presentation entirely. We'll get it. Sure. <laughs> if Google totally. goes up, it's like, oh, okay. You did that for investors. That whole dumb thing that just oversimplifying what gaming is was all for investors who just want more money. I think that's totally right, and I think that's what AAA means. Is it's not. It's not literally, they're not talking about AAA, it's just a benchmark of quality and money. Yeah. And I think that they are courting indies a lot. Also, oh, I had a thought. Yeah. I bet, I bet you, whether it's Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft or not, I bet you they do some kind of gladiatorial game where people can be spectators in the, in the arena and fight and tra-la-la, like some kind of gladiator tie-in, for sure. Like one versus a hundred, but like it's a, de- it's a death yeah. fight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ian, can you look up how the alphabet stock is doing today? Okay. Uh, y'all hear that? Oh. Oh, sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of March. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, <laughs> the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. Car Keys Express. They continue to offer replacement car keys for less in the dealership and remain proud sponsors of Easy Allies. Use the coupon code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 10% off of your order. Check them out at carkeysexpress.com slash store. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally catching out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Or at least, that good business lawyer's YouTube and podcast series, Virtual Legality. This week in Virtual Legality, Hogue discusses college admission scandals, RICO, and honest services fraud, the law of mergers and acquisitions in light of the short-lived Sony Take-Two buyout rumors, and how the Epic Games privacy policy was written to give them permission to snoop on your Steam files. Check it all out at youtube.com slash H-O-E-G law or on your favorite podcast service. Mango. Elphanis. The Able Gamers Foundation, a nonprofit charity that aims to improve the overall quality of life for those with disabilities through the power of video games, creating opportunities that enable play in order to combat social isolation, foster inclusive communities, and improve the quality of life for people with disabilities. The link to donate is in the description. Fangamer, makers of officially licensed merchandise for games like Dark Souls, Hollow Knight, Undertale, Katamari Damacy, and Persona 5. Not to mention, Easy Allies t-shirts. Their newest products include the Hollow Knight Collector's Edition for Switch, PS4, and PC, a Prince and Katamari Magnetic Plush, and a Metaton, uh, Metaton? EX? Metaton EX? A Metaton EX posable figurine from Undertale. Check out their store at Fangamer.com. 
no backup from the table. The Hashcast, a weekly podcast by the Hashtagonist that aims to highlight the people behind the products and content that bring us joy. Every week, professionals from the gaming, movie, and tech industry share their stories and provide you with some unique insight on their careers, their passions, and why they love doing what they do. Whether you have an interest in game development, animation, or just want to hear all about how Able Gamers is making the world a better place, The Hashcast has an episode for you. Check out the latest episode with Christy Pride, a delightful human being with a long career in video games marketing. This episode digs into her role on The Tester, her work with the Ubisoft Fragdolls, and how playing Metal Gear Solid with her dad inspired her to make a name for herself in the gaming industry. If you enjoy the episode, feel free to scroll through the playlist to find more amazing, inspiring people. And our mega sponsor, River Horse. Our friends at River Horse can teach you the ways of the Now platform. You can get started with the ServiceNow Fundamentals course that River Horse teaches on a regular basis. This three-day interactive training class is where you'll learn about the ServiceNow user interface, the database schema, security access, and all of the configuration techniques that tailor the Now platform for your company. With River Horse, you will learn to master ServiceNow capabilities through hands-on, real-world instruction. As an authorized training partner, our education advisors are able to teach over 12 official classes. We'll also be at the Knowledge Conference in Vegas from May 5th to the 9th. River Horse will be teaching in the pre-conference training and hosting events throughout the week. If any of the allies will be in attendance, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or email so that you can join us at our company events and get some free swag. We are proud to support the Easy Allies and look forward to supporting all allies that work in the IT industry. Look us up at www.river-horse.com. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Now I'm curious when Sweet Justice books a gig, if the contractor uh, uh, says this is a AAA game. And then there's like a board up there that yeah. they like stamp. Yeah, we got another one, I'm boys. In. Like, yeah, I'm in. We got a triple A game. Mm. I wonder. I wonder what. Maybe also, they can tell Able us. Gamers not an official sponsor of VCLS podcast, but someone was and wanted to mention Able Gamers. Mm-hmm. And what a lovely thing to do. I don't think that makes them unofficial, Jones. We got to think of this language. Sure, unofficial still fine. You know, you it's know, not it, bad. it's almost better. I'd rather be an unofficial yeah. sponsor. Yeah, I get that. The unofficial sponsor. Uh, so stocks up 1.17%. Ian, is that correct? Uh, as of market close today, it, it had gone up 13 share points or whatever, 1.17%. Uh, yeah, but when when your stock is 1,202.46, cents, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I was going to guess it barely moved. It was barely going to move the needle. Yeah, I mean, I guess 1.17% uh, of a sum that large is pretty crazy. Um, I wonder if the date, they just said 2019. I mm-hmm. wonder if investors are like, well, if that's like the main thing. I don't understand a lot of what's going on here, but I know when you're trying to sell me a product that doesn't have a launch date. Yeah, and they, I mean, they didn't talk about money at all. I can't all. fit that in my portfolio if it's like, I don't know, summer, yeah. fall, what's going on? Uh, before we move on entirely, I did want to talk about the controller, which is the only hardware announced today. Uh, there's a controller for uh, uh, Stadia. It is, here's how you imagine it. It's like, it's the bulk of a Switch Pro controller. Uh, the button arrangement, the letters of an Xbox controller, analog sticks of a PlayStation controller. And that's it. Um, it The one they showed is just bland and ugly. Like, I'm surprised. I know there are some engineers who worked really hard on this thing. It's not easy to make a controller that, like, feels good in human hands. It's appallingly basic. I, it, I Go ahead. Well, Jones, you do you watch DS9? Star Trek Deep Space Nine? Uh, yeah, not in a while, but yeah. The, the thing that this controller made me think of is it's like an Odo version of the PS4 controller. <laughs> right. Is that just, your guy? He's Yeah, he's the like shapeshifter who didn't quite perfect humans, so it's everything is 
Everything is just kind of like smoothed out and has no detail. It's kind of like that. Odo was the voice of Riddler in Batman animated series. Oh, I believe. Correct oh. me if I'm wrong. Okay, I believe. Odo's great. He was like in that him. cast. I believe he played the Riddler. But uh, um, yeah. Uh, another special thing to note about this controller: uh, four buttons between the thumbs. The days of just start and select, those are over. Hmm. So uh, you have a button that's an ellipsis. That's basically the select button. Uh, the three lines, they basically just took from the Xbox controller. That's your start button. Um, uh, an innovative capture button Yeah. Uh, where you can like take a screenshot of any game you're playing right now and maybe even Whoa. share a video. They called that like a brand new innovation. Yeah, you could not do Yes, yeah. they did. They were like, uh, like we have two sitting so guys for this one. Features. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I think they might even have been more proud of this, the Google Assistant button. Uh, where if you press that, it's basically okay. Google, help me with this. And the the, the demonstration they showed is you're in you're playing Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, right. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. You're stuck in like a really easy and super fun room, and you're like, okay, I'm stuck. Okay, Google, what do I do here? And then basically the Google Assistant will find a YouTube video relevant to the spot that you are in right now and play a video for you, the most relevant video for you of what to do in that position. And then you can go swap right back to the game itself. People like clapped for that part. I was like, get that the hell away from me. <laughs> I know. I just imagine it botching so hard. Just like showing you a spoiler at the end of the game. Yep. Oh, like, oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. With a thumbnail yeah. or something? Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> Come on, go. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I mean, it, I think you just look for features, right? Like you just, you're just desperate for features. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. desperate to impress your boss. And just like you just throw stuff like this out there. Can I, I tell Brad my favorite part of the presentation? Yes, please do Yeah, because we're about to wrap this up. Uh, so they said right now it just does 1080, and then they said, but, but in the future, and did the classic box of the scale up. And, the fu- and when it launches, it's going to be 4K. And in the future, it's going to be 8K. <laughs> and the box And the diagram <laughs> on the screen was blown up to 8K, and to the left of it, it just said the future. <laughs> Like sometime oh, at a date that's yeah, not today, so yeah. this will be 8K. That could be 2040, yeah. but as long as it's in the future sometime. That's so funny. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I kind of like, and I wanted to wrap up on maybe a positive note. Like, I don't know. Like, like let's just say all of this works perfectly. Let's mm-hmm. say it's somehow they mastered the internet. It really, because of the weird way that it's a direct connection to you and unlike what you have on PSN or Xbox Live, like it is faster. All of this works perfectly. You're getting 4K. You're getting 60 FPS. Uh, and you're getting it all for, let's say, like a twenty, eh, $20 a month fee, whatever. Is this appealing? Did they nail it? Is this something that you'd be interested in? I, I'm happy if Microsoft and Sony are sweating, like, even a little bit. How you come? know, like, because, you know, I've played PlayStation now, and, and I enjoyed it and as, like, a low-grade Netflix. It was just fun. Like, oh, I got these fun games available for a low price, you know, and, and uh, at the time, there were, like, you know, why I bought it because I looked at the library of what was available and it's like okay I will I could play 10 of those games right now that would be like oh yeah Siren and Red Dead and you know like yeah okay I'll get it and uh, and so but it, it, that was like the worst looking Red Dead I've ever seen in my entire life so it's not there yet and if this if the presentation they did today if like Sony or Microsoft wasn't totally convinced wow this is going to work right out the gate but they're like the, the race has begun like they are starting this they did put their hat in and so um Maybe we got to speed things up a little bit. Maybe we got to shuffle in our resources to prove not only that this technology will be a part of the next Xbox or PlayStation, but that we're going to do it as well, if not better, than than Google. It's just competition. It's yeah, just it's always good to have you know someone else step in um, that's going to 
hopefully help the competitors or force the competitors to deliver a better product. Here's what's nuts to me though. Six years ago, Jones, is like we had this. We had on live and consoles are dead. There's no way the PlayStation 4 is going to be a success. It's a big clunky box. Boxes are dead. I heard this six years ago. Um, uh, and then obviously the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One uh, like had a huge success. Both of them. Both of them hugely successful. I don't feel bad saying that. Like They're both very, very successful. Switch, very successful. Hardware. Um, is it time? Is, is this inevitable? Will boxes someday die? Again, I think that's hilarious because there is a box. This is not in my house. That's, yeah, you know what I mean, it's yeah. like, what are we talking about? Like, mm. <laughs> it's just such a bizarre. Well, I mean, because I, like like I watched a magic show. Like, I was impressed, but mm -hmm. I, it just, you know, I didn't walk out with anything. You know, it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm eager to see the next step, but I'm not going to think about this product at all until that next step happens. Sure. Because there's nothing to, nothing really to talk to about. about. Yeah. Damiano, you had something. Unless it make deals. Unless you know, Google, you know some developer or something we're like whoa wonder what they're gonna do yeah I don't, I don't think in terms of like console ownership um, I don't especially in the territory here's the important thing they announced territories that this would be coming to in 2019 uh, US Canada UK, UK parts of Europe yes so not the entire world right um, and those parts of the world that they advertise is coming to I feel like all the sales data out there shows that console sales are still, they did very well this generation. Yes. The only reason there any, there's any sign of slowdown is just because the generation's like gone on, it's time for like the refresh, but it felt like this generation did better than the last generation, which dragged on for too long. Um, so I don't, I don't, in that regard, I don't see the territories are going to start in uh, being the ones that are like right for like that type of service because the trend shows. Oh, people want to ditch their consoles. They want. They just want to like have you know smaller devices. They want to do that. The territories that do like indicate that, like we uh, like Japan, mm -hmm. where hardware sales for consoles, uh, console-based hardware is in the decline. Yeah. Whereas Switch and mobile devices, like Switch is a hybrid device and mobile devices are picking up sales and doing really well. And games, too. And games, yeah. still doing well. That would have been like the, a great place where I would expect, oh, launching territories where they have better internet, probably than here, mm -hmm. <laughs> and there is a higher demand for this type of service. And it seemed, it seems like a bit of a mystery. And maybe because this is their home, these, these are like more of their home turf or something. I don't know. Um, I, thought, you know, I thought Google was more of a, a global company. It can go anywhere. I mean, they're looking at market size. They're going for the okay. biggest market. The biggest first. market. Okay, yeah. that's the answer uh, or best like guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can buy that. Like that's that's the thing I was like trying to figure out. Is why not try it in a ter or at least one territory where people would really want this, and even yeah. if it isn't the largest market. Uh, it's kind of how like their uh, fiber worked first, right? They would just drop into some cities or just like, hey, we're giving yeah, you new fiber, Kansas, and like, cool, let's do this. Uh, <laughs> Brad, mm -hmm. is gaming too clunky? Do they have a point? Is it too stupid that we have to wait and watch loading bars as we update our games? Is it too stupid that we have to go to the PlayStation Store and download a game? Um, I mean, it just gets faster every console generation. It's going to be faster next one. Like, going from PS3 to PS4, it's way faster. I think, yeah, there's room to improve, but I just don't... I don't believe them right away that it'll all be seamless at this point. Mm -hmm. Especially when they haven't shown it. Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah, uh, I do. I like. I wonder if they're that's like that's the whole point, right? Is this is gaming for everyone? Yeah. And I like. I. 
I don't know. Like, like, like the Wii was for everyone. I think the Wii kind of nailed that. I think the Wii was there at a point. That was the console for everyone. Uh, I think that, like, I, I don't know if you're winning people over who are still apprehensive about buying a PlayStation 4 right yeah, now. Yeah, like, my parents aren't going to play games on this. They yeah, care. right? Like, I don't I don't know if they do, and I don't know if it's... Uh, man, I don't know, though. But, like, think of, like, like you're in fourth grade, right? Mom, Dad, can I have, a, have an Xbox One X, please? No. Can I have 20 bucks to play, like, awesome games? Yes. I can see that totally working. Per month. What? Per month. Per month. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what'd you say? Oh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> per month. <laughs> sure. Like, I, I can see it working in those instances. Yeah. I just, I wonder if those people prefer one over the other. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be, oh. yeah. Dude, yeah, I was talking to somebody who's a teacher uh, of, like, third, fourth graders, whatever, and I just learned that typing is going away. Everyone just uses their phones and stuff so much, I guess, that, you know, that they don't know how to type anymore. Uh, so, like, I'm just saying, like, there could be a whole huge market for this kind of thing that we're not even thinking about, you know? Wait. I mean, I don't want to speak for the entirety of, like, third graders, but, yeah. They're apparent. just talking to their phones when they do their email? They're just, like, dictating them? Swiping. Swiping. Typing on their phone. Oh. Like, uh, this, this person said that one of her students asked if they could just write their essay in notes. So maybe it was older kids, but uh, and and then just text it to the teacher, and the teacher was like, "No," and text it. <laughs> but it's like, kid, just write it in notes and then paste it into a thing, and then email it to your teacher. Right, right. You hard. can email it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. But I, I you know, I, I was surprised by that. So, so what you what you mean though is there's a whole world outside of this little bubble in right. this little studio. Right. Of course. Yes. Yeah. I'm willing to believe that. I'm willing to accept that. One last thought, Kyle. One final thought from Michael Damiani. I, I, the argument you were just like, or the, the thing you're just presenting there about like basically a lower barrier to entry into gaming yes. is what they're trying to do here. Right. Use any controller. We never mentioned that this whole time. You can use any, any controller. Any controller, yes. all that stuff. Like they're, trying to, they're going for the accessibility angle, but mm-hmm. there's one thing. I like. Call me out if I'm wrong on this. This is what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I'm out. ready, dude. So, but yeah, I uh, know you'll enjoy this. But yeah. everything they showed, that all the devices you can play this on, they even said a very low-end PC. How much do these cost? Like your phone, your TV, like any of the devices you will still need to play this on. Mm-hmm. I know you need a console as an additional purchase, and they're relying on you already have a lot of these devices. But to someone who's brand new, what, like it's not, it's not like you just have it automatically. There's still a cost involved. I feel, and I don't know, especially like on more mobile devices, the the the, the, the like. We're not there yet. We're not at 5G. Like when 5G rolls around, it'll work. But like you're gonna need 5G enabled devices and stuff. To like yeah. Do I need a new phone for 5G? I think I prob- do. Right? Yes. Yeah. For a lot of them, uh, I think Verizon's the first coming out this year, and then uh, iPhone will be next year. Right. Um, Before the service in is 2020. Even live. Yeah. yeah. Verizon wants to get yeah. out in front. Um, but yeah, that like that's an issue. Like you're probably going to have to buy something kind of more recent within the last few years to use this on, and that's still gonna cost you a few hundred dollars, the very least. Whereas you just buy a traditional game console, it's proven, it works. If it's roughly the same cost, I wonder, I feel that's all Microsoft or Sony has to do is point out, hey, this device, our device only costs three, four hundred dollars You would have to buy all this other stuff. And like, don't, like Google's deceiving you. You need to buy like a new phone, like an $800 phone, $900 phone, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Buy this and oh, by the way, we're going to be doing some of the same things as well. Yeah. Which, you know, will work on everything too. So it's like, you know, why, why would you ever like leave us? Yeah. And I'm like, really, I think 
Xbox just has to say Halo Infinite, ha 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 ha, and you know Sony just has to show their games like, ha ha, fine, you know, like <laughs> have fun with Assassin's Creed, you know, it's just like from a year Which ago. You can also play on our stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I, I think that it's gonna come down to software in the yeah. end. It's just like, I don't know. That's what it usually comes like, down yeah, to. I, I, yeah, I, like the only, I guess that's where I'm trying to figure out where we're wrong. Like I guess Sony has like a bit of a reputation with their servers and online service stuff. That there have been like problems in the past. Oh yeah, even best. with downloading games, yeah. can sometimes be super slow for no reason. Whereas like Microsoft has invested a lot of money, like with the yes. X, like we're getting a presentation that I don't think we're seeing it, but there will be a presentation at DDC on that Thursday X Cloud service, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. And how it can be played on different devices. Yeah, so I, yep. I would have put more stock into Microsoft, but I, I think even Sony have pushed enough. They've invested in like Geico, which became and know, they're investing heavily for PS5. We yes. learned that recently. I, I do think that they will not be playing catch up. To too much catch up to, to what Google did yep. today. Yeah, I would say if we have to talk about the benefits of Google's platform, it's going to be speed. I believe they're still going to have the best network no matter what. No matter how much money oh, yeah. Microsoft and Sony are investing, they're going to have the best 4K HDR like streaming to you. It's just going to work better with them. Um, but that's kind of it, right? Like I don't I don't buy the YouTube integrations. Like I don't think that is a like to me that's like a share button, right? Like it's just like okay, that's a neat little bonus, but I don't think it's going to move the needle for anybody who says yes or no to a thing. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if if for developers, like, hey, we can do the shader for you on the spot. I don't know if that is appealing enough for them to switch to this kind of platform or that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think that the network itself is probably the primary factor of whether this will succeed or not. If it's easy to port to, like, if developers can just spit out a Stadia version, I think that'll be huge. Yeah. But if it's a pain like a PS3 or something really hard, no way. I don't think it'll be too hard though, because they right. did say in yeah, the details it's so x86 either. architecture. Right. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, then it'll be. Fun. And they said like Unreal and Unity and a bunch of other stuff will be fully supported on it. Um. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, like, I'm actually at the end of this conversation more excited about it. I think like the presentation was just so dull. Yes. That it gave me a really bad taste. That is a number one, the main thing I'm complaining about today. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> a good. That was just a, a very weird presentation. Right. But it's actually kind of neat thing that Google's tr- at trying. Yeah. They're trying. It's our first taste of this. Mm-hmm. We've been, this has been alluded to for a while, and this is like the opening salvo of the. Just when they clicked feature. play, and the dude was swimming in the ocean, I was like, "How dare you! Like, how <laughs> dare you not even pretend to make this look like you're booting a game up?" Like, no, we saw the boot up screen. <sighs> for Assassin's Creed? No, for the system. Oh, or yeah. For, for Stadia. <laughs> they like showed a loading bar, and we're like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. just stop with the cockiness. Just slow down. Oh like, yeah. If you want me to be excited about the fact that we've been playing games ever since, you know, for centuries, but then it's like, haha, you and your loading screen. It just it was, yeah. Weird. Insane. Insane. Weird tone. Uh, it's now time for a very popular segment. Yeah. Uh, studio head Takashi Izuka confirmed this weekend that a South by, at a South by Southwest panel that the next main Team Sonic game is in development. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now time for Love and Respect. Love and respect. I think, Ru- am I crazier or was Rufus really peppy? Seemed really on it. He's today. excited about yeah, the Google thing. Yeah, he's, 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 he's running on that uh, those Spadia servers right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's on it. Rufus is in the cloud, baby. So, uh, Last week, uh, I read a note, or we did a love and respect from someone who is going to be a father soon, had like a month, and was like, what do I play with this month left before I have to like really take care of a baby? Um, And what's really cool is I got four really long, thoughtful entries from four present fathers. 
and I can't read them all. So what I did was I like cut out highlights from each of these four things. Mm. So I want to shoot through these. Um, first from uh, Christian Electrosportier uh, Marshall. Obviously, my little boy, 2.5 years old, uh, cannot control Mario on the Switch, so I use Odyssey only to wander around the lands without collecting anything or doing any progress. I show him the world's characters, Mario's outfits, I come up with little stories while interacting with the world and other characters. I even stage the camera to dialogue that I improvise. While doing so, I discovered a lot of details, animations, places I simply overlooked the whole t first time uh, when I ran through the game. It was like Nintendo made free DLC for the first time I discovered that Mario reacts to a stream of water when he is standing under it. I love that. So basically, like, turning a game into story time with your child yeah. is like, yeah. that's adorable. Uh, from Kern. I suggest getting a comfy pair of wireless headphones that can be attached to a TV, which are quick and easy to switch on. Keep a controller and TV remote near your favorite gaming seat. If your child is asleep, slip on the headphones and start playing. Just be ready to pause. My son liked to sleep on me, so I would often play with vibrate turned off and sound through headphones while he slept. That's too cute. That uh, was, I got uh, headphones for a friend of mine who had a kid, like as the as the like birth present. I was yeah. like, there you go. It's, it's like a normal <laughs> thing. That's cool. These. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from uh, Ken Stan, uh, my first daughter was just diagnosed with autism, which means she'll be visited by talented behavioral therapists five days a week for four hours a day. My second daughter was born last Saturday, and so far she has been a pleasant sleeper and not too fussy, for which my wife and I are very grateful. My point is I have zero time to play almost any games uh, between the many factors of my life, but that's okay. That's why I appreciate everything you all do between the shows and streams. My Between the shows and streams, my gaming desires are fulfilled. Love and respect, handstand. P.S. I want to reach out to ask any of the other allies if you have streams or YouTube channels I can watch. If so, throw me a link at Twitter at K-E-N-N-S-T-A-N. Like that. Um... To me, like podcasts, when I like couldn't afford video games, were also like the thing. Like I'm, I'm appreciating this game that I can't play, but like I, I know what it's about. I would actually watch game trailers reviews. I'm like, okay, now I get that game. I'm never gonna buy that game, but like I got it, and so I kind of get that. Um, also, I wonder if there are people in our community who have YouTube channels and Twitch streams. Drop them, drop them in the comments, and tweet them at Ken Stan. Uh, finally, when when my daughter was born. The Switch became my best friend. I can remember nights where she had issues sleeping. I rocked her on my shoulder and played the Mummy Demastered. Nice. <laughs> uh, now she's one and a half years old, and uh, she has been content grabbing a busted PS4 controller and sitting in front uh, and sitting in front of me, helping me slaughter Father Gascoin. Please don't judge me. Love and respect, <laughs> Philip. Absolutely no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> One and a half year old, just like blah blah yeah. blah, 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 just like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You're gonna like a, that's gonna be a hard kid. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, we have a game. We have two games here. One is let's do this one. Let's do this one. Uh, salutations, allies. How about a little taste of a British game show to prep for mysterious monsters? It's time to play Tenable, a UK game show hosted by Warwick Davis. Hmm. 
Yeah, no idea that existed. The goal is to list all 10 of the things within the category that is read out, going around the panel one by one. If someone gets an answer wrong, they are out of play for the question. Play continues until the entire list has been found, or the panel is out of play. Love respect, Alex McMillan from Northern Ireland. I gotta watch that show. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. Uh, Ian, we're gonna include you so that we have four people competing. Nice. Let's do, uh, this might be easy, okay. The 10 best-selling game consoles worldwide. Ian, let's have you go first. PlayStation. Uh, do they have to go in order? No, you do not have to go in order. Oh, yeah, PlayStation's number four. It's on the list. Okay. All right, Damiani. This is it consoles or anything? Consoles. Uh, PlayStation 2. Uh, it's on the list number one. By the way, there are handhelds, so yeah. Handhelds okay, included. Okay. Bradley Ellis. We. Wii is number five. You're good to go. Brandon Jones. The Nintendo DS. The Nintendo DS, number two. You're good. Ian. Game Boy. Mm. Game Boy is number three, attached with Game Boy Color. Okay, well okay. done. Well done, well done. Michael Damiani. PlayStation 4. Yes, number six already. Good grief, dude. Um, Bradley Ellis. NES? NES is not on the Duh! list. What? Just outside of the top ten. What is it? Oh, it just says just missing the top ten. Oh, what? So it didn't NES get in there. didn't make it, dude? Didn't make it. Dude. Jones. The Xbox 360. That's number seven. Well nice done, Jones. Jones. Ian. E Xbox One. The, for, the original Xbox. <laughs> the original Xbox is not on the list. Oh. Uh, okay, so now it's between Damiani and Jones, right? Yeah. The only two left. Okay, Damiani. Virtual Boy. No. Um... <laughs> I'll, I think it's uh, I'll risk it. Nintendo Nintendo 3DS. Nintendo 3DS not on the Whoa. list. It was that was the next one. 3DS is number eleven. Um, PlayStation Two, Nintendo DS, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, PlayStation Wii. Did we say Wii by the way? Yeah. yeah okay. Absolutely. PlayStation Four, Xbox 360, PlayStation Three. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, PlayStation yeah. Portable. And Game Boy Advance. No oh, way. Was NES, I was going to yeah. say Game Boy Advance wow. next time, so I just barely, barely PS, made it in. PSP sold two? so well in Japan. I think that's uh, like... Okay. Wow. Sure. Sorry, Ian, what? What was number two? Uh, number two was DS. Nintendo DS. Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> You know what? That's a funny category. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Top, the 10 companies which held a press conference at E3 2018. Uh, since Damiani, you won. Uh, you'll have to go last. So, Brad, you go first. Jones Sony. won, didn't he? Uh, Sony is oh yeah Jones won right you're right Jones won Jones yeah. won my bad my bad Jones so, won uh, whatever Brad said Sony you were right Jones yeah. Microsoft uh, yep Ian Bethesda mm-hmm Damiani Devolver Digital yep Brad EA yes Jones Square Enix yep it's getting y thick Ian Ubisoft yes Damiani EA I already said that okay I'm out. Damiani's yeah. out all right Brad does Nintendo Direct count? I it guess does. Not, oh, it counts. It counts. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said that's not a press conference. It counts. It counts. Square Enix. Square Enix counts. Nintendo. I guess. Counts. Yeah. When you said Square Enix, I wasn't a press conference. All right, Jonesy. I'm toast. My brain is empty. Uh -uh. Ian. Oh God. Um. Oh damn. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. There's another one. 
Yeah, I don't remember. It's the same oh, with all the allies. I Whenever I, I try to name all eight, <laughs> is it uh, nine Jones PC? Well, I, yeah. I can name myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so right. Brad, you won that. You won that <laughs> round. Oh, PC, PC gamer. Oh, all yeah. right. And then this one I totally forgot about. Limited Run Games had a press conference, really? kind of. Damn. Yeah, where they're announcing like physical versions of uh, indie games. Didn't even know that existed. Um, let's do one more, and this is one Damiani's going to dominate. I don't even know Here where we're doing this one. Uh, the first ten courses in Super Mario sixty four. Damiani, you have to go last. So Brad, you go. You go first. Dire Docks. Yeah, dude, number nine. That's like Great. All I know, dude. Yes, <laughs> Jones. Oh, none of them. <laughs> none of them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I could draw them for you. Yeah, what are they called? Yeah. What are they called? Like, yeah. Ugh. No. Way. Uh, Womp. Womp woods, uh, <laughs> yeah, something like, really something like guess, that. Dude. That's Close. a great guess. Close. It's not. All right, Damiani. Uh, Babam Battlefield. Yeah, well, give me more, because you won already. Oh, it's over. Oh, yeah. oh, Brad's, oh Brad's still on it. Does Bowser's castle count? Bowser's not one of the top. F- the t- first, first ten. ten. First ten. Does Peach's castle count? No, it does not. Well, there is. A, well, there is a. It's not a numbered course, but it is one. Of the, it can technically be one of the first ten you come across. Oh boy! Yeah. Come on, getting cheeky. Oh boy! Uh, so Brad, give me one. Give me one. Okay, so Damiani, what else you got? Uh, Shifting Sandland. Yeah, it's number eight. Um, so let me go. You were thinking of Womp's Fortress. Yeah, it's oh. Womp's uh, Fortress. And Dire Dire Ducks. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> then there is uh, Lethal Lava Land. Mm-hmm. That's number seven. Um, uh, the oh, jeez, uh, it's not Teltum. Oh man, the Snowland. Yeah, what's uh, the Snowland? <laughs> Snowman's Land. Uh, no, that's too far. That's, that's number 10. Far. No, that oh, was number 10. 10. Okay. Very nice. Very I, I nice. thought that was a little too far. You're still in What's there, the dude. Baba and Balfour is the first one. No, no, yep. no, the first snow one. Oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Just go it's through like it. and never mountain or something. Yeah. No, think of like me. Think of a word you would use to describe me. Goof. Obnoxious land. Take <laughs> 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 so a like. No, gen- there, there's two. There's, park. So there's there's a <laughs> no. There's the there's a haunted there's a booze mansion level and there's the 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 snow first snow level which is a. Oh my gosh! Think of a phrase like you're thinking of Kyle. You're like, I I would have to say this word twice because of how much of this he is. Loser, loser, (laughs) dork, man. Cool, cool mountain. Cool, cool mountain. I didn't say that. No, you did not say. I said tall, tall mountain. I threw myself. Big 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 booze haunt. Hazy maze cave. Is that two? That's before. It's number six on this list. Yeah. Oh, I guess it is that. Is that early? Because it's in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you covered all the others. Nice. Yeah, I didn't want to go too far. That was good. Good job. Like Rainbow Ride and TikTok Clock. Yeah, yeah. TikTok Clock. Please. Yeah. Tiny, 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 huge island. Man, I'll play Mario sixty four now. I know. It's so good. I was just thinking about that. I played it for the first time on Wii U, and that game hauled. Uh, yeah, it's so good. What? Very, very good. That's what's one of the greats, baby. Uh, hauled. That, that bit doesn't it's hold not up. Catching on, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna work. I'm gonna make this work. Yeah, yeah I feel so bad when you play the level so much you don't remember the name. But it's like, yeah, it's the, there's a penguin. Yeah, race the ones like, you were rattling off like did not ring a bell. Johnny Rogers Bay to me is like the only one I could think of. That that to me is like such a like a particular name, and you like think of the music and the yeah. Doo, doo, doo. Cool. Well, cool, that's cool. that's Dire cool, Dire cool, cool, Docks, cool. right? Yeah, that's Dire Dire Docks. Jolly Roger Bay is the later on. Is that, no, that's Banjo, right? Isn't Jolly? Yeah, that's not in. You're think. Are you thinking of the Bowser sub area? Maybe, dude. Because that, maybe that, is Jolly Rogers Bay not one of those tens? I think it was. Jolly Roger Bay, number three. It's the third world you go I to. I thought that was Dire Dire Docks. Dire Dire Docks is also on there. Oh. Uh, I don't know about this, Kyle. Ah, yeah. This Are you saying the suspect. list is wrong? Is it? But is that level three? Check it out, Kyle. Okay, Google. 
Show me a clip yeah. of Jolly Roger Bay. <laughs> yeah, we're See, gonna... it's Night Dark. <laughs> Confirm, Jolly Roger Bay is the third course in Thank Super you. Mario 64 and its remake. Cool. And its remake. Super Mario 64 DS. DS. Uh, next week's bet is about. Guess the music's called Dire Dire Docs. Hey, yeah. Give me a second to fill out my answer because I didn't hear the bet yet. Dire Dire Docs is a whole separate level. Yeah, but the After music's always the referred to as Dire Dire Docs. Yeah, gotcha. I got Yeah, gotcha. that's why it's If you listen to the OST. So I, I, I don't remember the name of the third level. I just remember gotcha. Dire Dire Docs, gotcha. which gotcha. I think gotcha. is actually the name of the Bowser sub level then. Uh, no, it's one with the, the sunken ship. Oh, oh. That that might be Jolly Roger, Roger Bay. Roger Bay. Yeah. Holy See? Moly, we're getting, dude. Yeah, we're getting messed uh, up right now. Happened? Dire Dire Docks is the ninth course in Super Mario it's 64. It's Bowser. Yeah, it's, that's What's the... What's in it? What's it look like? You uh, got it. It's a submarine. Bowser's submarine. There's some docks. And then it, then it leaves. And it's and dire. Then, and then there's like the tent, the like little poles you grab onto oh, that move. Oh, yeah, dude. And there's the stingray yeah, and the yeah, shark yeah, 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 and yeah, the yeah, first part. Dude, that game is so good. That's a good level. So sick. Bowser has a submarine. Let's play it right now. I'm in. Uh, okay, so we're talking about Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which will what be released. Sorry? What time is it? Right now? Yeah. Oh, it's time for bets! Oh! oh! <laughs> Didn't activate, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice will be released Friday, March 22nd. How many samurai prosthetics total will there be in the game? Jones. 10. Brad. 12. Oh. I do not have inside information. Damian. 11. Oh, no. I also bet 11. Oh, no. Ian? Uh, I wrote this down right before Jones said his. 12. Wow. Ooh. Dang. We did not cover a lot of ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all in this like same ballpark. Yeah. Because we thought of five. We thought of five yeah, right before we started. Right away. Jones, you got a low bet. Yeah, I know. What if it's just five? What if that's it? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, I doubt it, though. I doubt it. Dude, <laughs> I, I doubt, doubt it. Double I doubt down. it. Uh, last week we bet about Tom Clancy's The R Division 2. Okay. I almost said The Rainbow Six, um, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, released last Friday. I wanted to know how many viewers would be on Twitch at this point right now. Uh, Jones, you bet 35K. Blood bet 34K. Ben bet 15K. I bet 17,812. We're going to check in on the actual number of viewers right now. So we go to browse. Okay. Grand Theft Auto 5, number one with 225K. Ooh, Everyone's RPing. Yeah, right? RPing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like weird. It's like a weirdly like yeah, a new, new popular thing. Oh, there it is. Uh, 36.2K viewers. Uh, who does that mean wins? Uh, the person with their fist bump? Yes. Jones. <laughs> Dude. Oh, we, we, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Listeners, you're missing out on, on a solid wink. Um, I think it's a I think it's a tr Twitch Rivals event is happening right now again. Oh. It is. It totally is. That's the number one most popular event. Twitch Rivals. I'm your Twitch Rivals. What is that next sucker? Sonic game? Sonic Twitch Rivals. <laughs> In development right now. Sonic um, Stadia. Ooh, that 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 just rolls off. Sonic, Sonic Stadia. Sonic Stadia. If you have slow internet, he runs slower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. You got a paid upgrade. Pay away, dude. Uh, <laughs> that brings our totals to Scrappy Little Pig 6 <laughs> and Gorgeous Gorillas 5. <laughs> <laughs> got the lead, baby. Uh, I want to tell everybody about patreon.com slash easy allies. That's a cool website you would go to if you wanted to find out what the easy allies are about. And if you wanted to support them, you could also go to that same thing. In particular, when we talk about this podcast, when I talk about uh, Love and Respect and Glenny's Cauldron, the people who submit to those are people in the $5 and up tier. The primary benefit of $5 and up, though, is that you get the podcast two days early. You get it on Wednesdays instead of Fridays, audio and video. Uh, 
Man, I got bad news. <laughs> you know that wizard who hates us? Kasarar? Oh. <laughs> he went into the wizard shop <sighs> immediately after us, and he bought the thing that wasn't spikes. <laughs> Oh, the cutscene. Cut yeah. He bought the thing where, like, if you're, the, we take the buffs down to Does zero. Does bother HP me honestly? And, like, yeah, I don't care. If he buys that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, he's. I'm got gonna buy his game and then text him. I'm enjoying it. The dude, like, this just, game is great. Well, here's the thing. You he, failed. He also has. Oh no! Every uh, time yeah. you die, I will love all of it. I love that interact yeah. button is the same as using a consumable. Uh, I can work around it. Okay. Yeah. And there's no way to see how much time you've played. It's fine. You still liking that game? PS4 is gonna let me know at the end of the year. Okay. Go back. They'll give me my my stat lineup. <laughs> no, it won't. Like, there's no way to see how much time you played that game. <laughs> Even Sony can't track Even on it. On Xbox, yeah. There's just no way to see. <laughs> okay. Uh, Our uh, game has the cutscene skip thing, right? We actually we we're, lost it. Oh, uh, Capcom snuck into Glenny's cave did. and they, they took it out of the car. They, oh, they put it into Devil May Cry. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sucks. We, we Devil May Cry might do that boss thing too. Oh, let's not get no. into it. Let's not. You know what? Brandon Jones, you're the winner this week. Mm -hmm. You get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any video you would like to promote. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It must be an Easy Eyes video. Any Easy Eyes video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate. Um, and uh, you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Okay. You can follow me at Trailer Jones. I am going to travel into the future, folks, because we haven't done it yet, but we will do it by tomorrow. I would like you to go watch the first episode of Mysterious Monsters. What is that? Woo! Which, in case you were not watching our stream last night or last Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Friday, is now a show that we are doing. Uh, this was previously our 55K goal. It is now just happening. We're just having way too much fun putting it together. We all just want Michael Huber to host a game show. Too bad. And I was on that show along with Michael Damiani. It was so much fun watching Huber come into his own, be an absolute in his element, uh, even though he did make several mistakes that I think Ian cut around. Um, <laughs> mostly, yeah, mostly. But it was so charming. Uh, it's so charming. Bad. You know, like, oh, wow. you're like he does something wrong, and you're like, yeah. don't do that. And then he does it again, and you're like, don't do that. And then he does it again, and you're like, Huber, the thing. And then yeah, he does yeah, it. I've like, been there. I, did I that love too. him so much. Yeah. Um, it's it's really, really great, and I, I it's just, just so much about Huber, and, and Ian worked on that so hard with uh, Jason putting the, the tech together. And just the edit itself just put a huge smile on my face. So uh, this Saturday, we'll be doing a live version of that, and uh, we'll be doing more episodes in the future. But the, the pilot is up, the first episode. Cool. Um, yeah, and a lot of work went into that. I would like to... Say that I am, at the end of the day, I, I enjoyed way too much making fun of Google in their presentation today mm -hmm. because I love making fun of presentations. I love whenever someone's like, hey, what are you, Brad, this, this weekend, just, you should come over to my place and watch this thing. I'm like, whoa, okay. Mm -hmm. Not just you should check it out. Not just there might be news in the future. Stop what you're doing and sit down. Then it's like, all right, I'm taking the gloves off because if this is odd or weird at all, I'm going to let you know because you wanted to make such a big deal about that. But I'm excited Stadia exists. I'm excited they're competing with Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo. I'm excited that they're going to hopefully shake things up and make things difficult for people. Um, I just probably won't think about this for a while. Cheers! They have like this set number of times that they have to keep sneezing.